The current spoiler warning level is, Trapar Green. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Trapar Green. We're talking about a machine from, I believe, around the middle of Eureka 7, or Eureka 7, if, if you feel uh, that way. So it's not super relevant to the Great Gundam Project. Um, and I don't think the machine itself in our discussion is very spoilery. I'm not certain, because I haven't actually watched this show, but it doesn't seem like it. Um, so, you know, make your decision accordingly. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista and G. It's our sesquicentenny cast. I'm Six Stepmar. I'm Dylan. What? It's our sesquicentenny cast. Is that 150? I assume, but that's yep. That's oh, 150. It's a weird. It's funny because mm, no, I guess I was gonna say something like it's. Obviously, it is the 150th episode of Mechanist and G. I was going to say, and also, I mean, like, you haven't been on one episode, but that works out because you've been on, oh, two other Scanline podcasts. Damn. Last one was mine. Ha ha. Damn. My thing, words, I'm not saying. I mean, I don't want to count how many podcasts I've been on. (laughs) A lot. I'm pretty sure it is over a thousand. Yeah, that's fair. Now, considering that this is my only podcast, I still feel like I've been on a lot just because we record a lot of this. Yeah, no, I mean, listen. So how long have we been doing this? Is it like two years now? I think it's been two years. Wow. Wow. So that's, yeah. All right. Listener request time. Indeed. Uh, so got the, got the list here. Obviously, we got two halves, so you know how this works. Um, first I'm just going to click this. I didn't joke about getting anything this time, so we won't get it. Unlike last time where I literally had been joking about Harry Ord and then we got Harry Ord. Yeah. Our first episode was August 6th of 2020. Okay. Okay. So not quite two years yet. No, it's a pandemic cast. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder how many of those there are. Anyway, zip on over to listener requests and first off the d4 even or odd odd dylan quiet with acceptance yeah no let's keep going oh boy all right all right what is it do we have a number sh101 this isn't a gundam right no, it's not. Uh, SH-101. Yeah, no clue. Uh, would it help you if I told you it was an LFO? I know that that's from Eureka 7. Yes, this is the Spearhead SH-101. Oh, hey! These are actually some of the coolest ones in there, though. Okay. I love these things. Uh, Spearhead's cool. Um, uh, we're going to do some Googling for images for this one, because the Eureka yeah, 7 lot. wiki is not, you know, Here, MHQ. as ever, we're, MHQ. We're, they're doing their best. Yeah, MHQ does have us covered. Okay, fantastic. Thank you to the Mecha Anime Headquarters, our, our you know, our par- creative partners. 
uh backing us up on this one yep um these things are cool uh let me uh so i still need to watch through the show but i know of them i know they are piloted by eureka seven's version of a fake rambo Rowell is how i've had him described to me uh though i've i've heard a lot of people like him Ch- uh charles beams and his right wife pilots the other one ray beams is her name Charles beams and ray beams <laughs> very good names okay. Um, but yeah, the, uh, so this machine, this LFO, this is a weird one. Cause unlike a lot of other LFOs, this does not have a normal way of doing a uh, flight. Like, uh, like with the boards, I believe the skirts are what are actually used to keep this thing in the air. Um, but, uh, uh, the spearhead though, uh, so starting with the head, you've got a head with a bunch of like sensors around it kind of radially like it's got basically i would think of it as like six eyes mm-hmm. um and of course the thing it is named for on the top of the head instead of having like a decorative antenna or something you have well a big ass spike this is in fact used offensively um but uh for the torso you do have the thing going on where you've got like the uh it's got like a really big torso kind of reminds me almost of like a gius mecha actually mm. like where you've got like that extended backpack area which i believe is where the pilot is um and you got like a bunch of little fins on it uh on the chest I believe those green parts are the uh are like beam emitters um that are going on on the uh, torso there um do you have two shoulders uh the shoulders are just big ass shoulder armor um the uh You've got, like, a little bit of detail on them. Like, on the top, it's got, like, a little section of white with more armor in the middle then. Um, the arms on this guy are long. I like these arms. Like, the, uh, they just go really low. Like, when you see where they are relative to, like, the knees. They they are oh, arms yeah. that go below the knees. I mean, for a mobile suit, it feels like it has pretty short... Uh, no, I guess the lower legs are fine. It's the upper legs that are just really stubby. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. The upper legs are kind of stubby. Like they're they're also at like a weird angle the way these legs are. It, they almost have mm-hmm. like a digitigrade style of look to them, though obviously it does just have like a lower leg. But like the way that the leg like the lower leg is offset from the upper leg is really weird. Um it in fact it makes me kind of confused because it's like we have a, sorry, I know we're not at the leg yet. Um but I'm just going to get this out of my system while it's on my mind. So we have the the upper leg, the thigh area, and then we have a, like a, a cylindrical, like one would imagine, pivot point there. And then we have a knee brace, and then we have the lower leg. And what is underneath that knee pad? Uh, I have to look at the robot spirit because to it figure that out. might be double jointed. Let me take a look at it because there are robot spirits of these guys. Oh, okay. That um, helps. and we have both of them, uh, here at the house. So, um, but I'm just gonna look at a review because easier that way. Um, hold on. Would be easier if the fucking browser didn't close up like. That. Oh god damn it! Of course, this person has the view of the back, and you know what happens? The skirts are blocking the very back of the leg. Well, if here's a here's an image of it where the skirt is flared up, so you can see a little better. Um, it is double jointed actually looking at it. Uh, cause look at this, uh, 
I, I think yeah, there's a there's an extra piece of like lower frame in there that can sort of extend out and pop in. Wow. Okay, weird. this actually uh, gives you a better sense of what that knee armor too, because that knee armor it looks like it would separate, but it's not. It's actually part of the lower leg. Mm-hmm. So and it's okay. just that normally the leg is such that it is like knee directly into upper thigh, but technically there is underneath that like a sort of inner frame, and it can sort of the lower leg can slide down to mm. allow it to be double jointed. Yeah. Um, Interesting. For the waist, you do have a like a waist with a bunch of these uh, skirts over it. Again, like I mentioned, I believe these are what it uses for flight. Like all of these pop up, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a total of six skirts. Uh, the four on the rear are all like longer, and then you've got like two shorter ones on the front in front of the leg. Um, then you've got uh, well, we talked about the leg, so yeah, we've got the leg there. Uh, and yeah, this is just a cool design. Um, This is a Shoji Kawamori design, like a lot of LFOs. I believe he did most of the designs for Eureka 7, which is why this feels like it could also be an armored core if you modified it a little bit. Um, I like how the, f- the feet are, like, the feet are very flat and long. They have a little bit of, like, side, like, shaping, and there's, like, clearly, like, a vent on the back heel. But, like, mm-hmm. the back is almost longer than the front. In fact, it might actually be longer than the front. Hmm. The only problem with Sakugaboru is they don't label the machines. They just have mecha, so I'm, like, desperately trying to find some of the bits with the spearhead, but it's like, oh, no, I can't, you know, just, find just them Google image. Just, Okay, just Google let me show you the way these lasers work, though, because this is cool as shit. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay, it has lasers, apparently. I'm being yeah, told that's it what has those, lasers. Yeah, uh, that's laser emitters on the chest. I said that those what those are. That's true, you did, you did. Uh, oh, please, like, whoa, that's look sick! Look at those. I like how they move. That's pretty they're, good. Yeah, it's like they're, they're how to they're, describe this. It's like they are little um turrets that are mounted on the chest, but they just like have free movement over the entire surface of the chest. Mm-hmm. So they just sort of like they just slide, slide into place. It's like it's yeah. like a magnet or something, right? Like a magnet sliding. It looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh this show when it looks good, it looks good. Um also, uh, the other armament, uh, which I can show you using the toy, is it has retractable arm blades as well, uh, which are, nice. you know, they pop out of the wrist, which I always am a fan of wrist blades. So yeah, it's got the four lasers, it's got the wrist blades, and then of course it's got, well, the spearhead, uh, which you would think, how is that used in combat? And trust me, it is used in combat. I just need to find, desperately need to find the uh, gif, because I know Sako, uh, I know Sakugaboru has it. <laughs> um it uh yeah definitely like it flips I, it's you can see on uh, on the model that it can like sp- uh, rotate so that it's pointing forward as opposed to back um mm-hmm. it just kinda when it's like... back it, yeah when it's back it just looks like a weird fancy head antenna but uh you know yeah um let's see if i can find some more fun bits with the uh uh, for us. While you're looking, the backpack um, is sort of extended out with a single, like, thick nozzle for for lift um, and two fins on the side. The way it extends back actually makes me think of the Dreadnought Gundam and how okay, it has yeah. that backpack that sort of sticks way out. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. God, we'll say, this doesn't have uh, any new action for you, but this it does have a duel happening between the spearhead and one of my other favorites, which is the Terminus. Uh, and 
uh, or Terminus 909, I think that is. Uh, but anyway, uh, fucking love this thing. Uh, just the way that things move in this show is really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's very it's very inspired by surfing, right? And so they, they sort of capture that in the movement of, like, you are riding a current, and then the moment you dip out of the current and just your momentum totally shifts. It's funny because, like, we've complained about, like... like we had our one uh, guest episode with Jackson, right, uh, talking about Code Geass. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how, damn, this doesn't do flight with Mecha very well, does it? Um, but Eureka 7 makes it really cool when they do flight movement. It just looks good. And it's like, an approach that I feel like could harmonize really well with Code Geass's, like, ground movement approach. So, uh-huh. Um, I guess we're just waiting for the for Eureka Geass. <laughs> God. <laughs> Don't worry. What they're doing with Eureka 7 right now, from what I know, is just making movies that literally everyone hates because it feels like it's made by someone who hated that they worked on the original series and is being forced to work on it forever. So everything... Like, I know the initial movies for Eureka 7 most people hate, and then they did a series that makes no sense that most people hate, and then they started doing even more movies that people hate. So, it's not good to be a Eureka 7 fan, because from what I know, only the TV show is, like, the thing that people like, and everyone hates everything that has come after. <laughs> uh, which, you know, sometimes I can, I, sometimes I understand the mood, being a Gundam fan, mm-hmm. of liking a lot of the early things and hating a lot of things that came after, but not everything. Yes, uh, so uh, Dylan sent me another, another gif here of, uh... It's it's it attacking with the head. You don't really get a close up view, but basically it just does like a like high speed passing attack with you know head shoved forward for the the spear to just slash through. Mm-hmm. There is a specific one where it attacks a ship with its head, and I really love that bit. And it's just unfortunately I am not finding it. I will eventually. That is the problem with the Mecha that uh, I know Six hasn't seen in this case, but. Uh... But I can still send some really cool gifts with spearheads regardless, because they do show up for a decent amount of the show, from what I know. And they get some lavish animation. But yeah, uh, just... Uh, God, what a good-looking show. 2005, sometimes things could look good. Yeah, I do think it suffers a bit in in model form, because I think, like, this is a design that I think relies really heavily on the panel lining. To, yeah. to make it expressive. And so the Robot Spirits version of it looks a little flat to me. That's fair. Um, I know that uh, that's kind of... It doesn't help that it's also one of the older Robot Spirits, so it has that kind of more doughy look that I used to associate with them. Like, I've mm-hmm. Robot Spirits have grown on me, especially like as I've gotten like more modern ones. Uh, but I do feel like, yeah, that the Spearhead is definitely one of those that has like a more sort of doughy kind of look to it, which... Makes me sad because, you know, I like the design a lot, but, um... Oh, I meant to say this was a request from Nulligan. So oh, thank you, Nulligan. right, sorry. Um, it's your, my job, not yours. You don't have to apologize. That's fair, but I could have had it open. I'm finding a way to blame myself, it's fine. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, uh, we love this show. Um, <laughs> I love doing this together. Um, but yeah, this is just a cool design, right? Like... yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, more things to say other than just sharing animation. Like, it doesn't have variants. Um, I guess there is one color variant that is not, 
like visible in this art uh i believe there is a yellow spearhead which is like the like the mass production version of it Mm. also i believe it's intentionally named after an instrument because i think or like a like a synthesizer because i think that's a thing that uh that a lot of them do like with their names like the like where you get like r909 and stuff that's why when you look up sh101 it pulls up a roland synthesizer i do think the blue looks better than the red honestly um i like them both it's but just like having to pick favorites the blue is very much like a tachikoma blue and i think it looks really good mm-hmm. yeah it's like that very deep blue uh the deep blue being charles's unit and then uh the red unit being uh ray's unit um I, ah, dang it, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the... There was only one specific thing that I wasn't able to find. I was able to find everything else, but I really wanted to find... Because I know at one point it, like, uses the claw arms to, like, hit into a ship. And then it starts, like, climbing the underside of the ship with the claw arms. And then the spearhead flips forward and just, like, pushes into the ship. Hmm. Uh, to, like, damage it really badly. And I think that's really cool. Uh, unfortunately, I am not finding that gif, though. Yeah, I mean, since this is our first, uh, Eureka 7 suit, it's also worth just, like, well, mecha, I shouldn't say suit for it. But, like, it's, it is a thing to, like, see these in motion if you haven't, because, you know, there's, there's this whole concept of, like, riding the wave and that. And so, when you see them moving, they have this, uh, undulating, um, like, low-key, but CG, right? It's sort of the CG that isn't trying to look 3D, right? Um, Mm -hmm. of this like undulating, like rippling green wave that crackles behind them, like a mix between like water and electricity is sort of the look. Um, also a thing that I really like is, you know, part of that we've talked, I talked about like the way they use momentum. Um, sometimes they turn it off when they want to do certain maneuvers, whereas in Gundam, people basically never turn off their verniers and it just looks really cool. Um, Um, and yeah, like this is a good, I, I think, you know. We've complained with Seed about, like, DigiPaint era, but goddamn is Eureka 7 a good-looking show. Um, I believe it's Studio Bones that did Eureka 7. Um, I mean, I'm going to say nice things. I say nice things about, like, Double O. It's just that, you know, listen, you got to get your your DigiPaint legs under you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like i love that even the ships are maneuverable by the way like that's like the big ship that is like the carrier for like the main characters lfos there Mm -hmm. and like even that gets to have like cool fucking ship action which is really good Mm -hmm. um yeah it's interesting because uh the spearhead though is not like it's it's interesting in that it is a one-off design i think like it is just kind of like its own thing like you know with the nerve ash there are multiple nerve ashes to talk about, right? And there's other, like, machines that are, like, similar in idea with what they're doing. Um, so the Spearhead's an interesting one just because it's, like, such a weird standalone machine. Um, but it's great also, is the thing. Like, it, it is one of the coolest ones, I think. Um, so I, I am glad that uh, we did roll it. And I am glad that you got to look at it. Even if, uh, like I said... Not not a ton to go with with it because it's only in a couple episodes of the show basically, and that's it. I don't even know if it appears in the movies. I think it's only in the show, which you know, that's always kind of quote unquote fun um, when they decide to just cut a major cool big thing. 
but yeah. Uh, how are you feeling the design overall though? Um, I think I feel pretty positive. I mean, overall, like, honestly, I don't vibe with Eureka 7's aesthetic for the most part. I like its use of color a lot, right? Um, and also I, as I mentioned, I really like the way they, the, like the mecha move, but like, as far as like the, the shapes and silhouettes they tend to go for, they don't speak to me as much. Um, but for the Eureka seven aesthetic, this, I think this is a really like interesting and assertive one that feels like it doesn't lean too hard into like the Nervosh for me, which is, we're not going to talk about now. That's a different, that's a different role, but leans way too hard into the surfer aesthetic in a way that kind of makes me roll my eyes, honestly. Really? Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm much more fond of, of this look that yeah. feels a little more like, it's relatable, but it still has some kind of almost alien elements that I think are really cool. That's fair. Um, I just think the thing is cool. <laughs> I will note. I know there are to some to some degree there are variants of some of, like of like the Nervosh. I'm talking about the Type Zero, whatever the one you see at the start, because that's what I've seen. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Nervosh Spec Two. I believe is the one I like. Uh, and then uh. And the end of the uh, spec three. Um, I'm I'm not going to look at those right now because I want to yeah. you know I want to yeah, be surprised when we episode. get there or if I watch the show. But yeah, like looking at like the type zero, like it does like very specific like not detailed but like very clear like thigh and calf muscles in a way that I don't care for because it's not leaning in hard enough for it to be like oh they're doing this cool like synthetic muscle look. It's just like oh they've just got the weird bulges and I think it looks dumb. See, it's kind of funny because, like, again, my brain just looks at this, and because I have played older Armored Core, my brain just goes, oh, I can reimagine this as an Armored Core design because I always think of, like, <laughs> this has just become my brain because of looking at, like, the Shoji Kawamori artwork and stuff. It's just going, like, oh, wait, I see how the this could be readapted into Armored Core. <laughs> Even, like, a design like the Nerve Ash and stuff. Um, so, so is your brain just out here being like, well, listen, it does have these weird bulges, but listen, it's a PS1. They just can't render it right. Uh, don't you dare say the PS1 can't render anything right, motherfucker. I like the way the PS1 looks, but I think if they were to do a really detailed synthetic muscle look, it probably wouldn't hold up. Uh, fair. Uh, I, I don't know if... Uh, see, it's like, I'm looking at the Nerve Ash Type Zero. I don't know if I get that entire feeling from it. Um, like like you mentioned, because, like, this is what I'm looking at right now for, like, the Nervash. Yeah, I was looking at the, um, I think the robot spirits of it. Where is the one that I was looking at? I, for some reason, now I can't pull it up quite right, but there was a very distinctive, uh... Yeah, let's uh, see. was it, like... Here we go. Here's, uh, this is the robot spirits. Uh, fuck, motherfucker, eBay, you little shit. <laughs> oh, is it doing the thing where it's like, ah, uh, not in stock or whatever? And I was just doing the thing where it's like, oh, no, you can't copy this image anyway. What image? What are you talking about? So I'm just going to use snip because fuck them. Um, yeah. Which I think actually, now that I look at it, I think the default nerve ash that you find when you look up the nerve ash is the spec two, which is the one I like. Like, ah, uh, I, I see. Is that. Yeah, this is this is the type zero. And you see what I'm saying about those muscles? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that looks bad. Well, it's type zero, and then there's type zero spec two, and then, yeah. 
Okay. Well, maybe it so, gets there. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, the, the I think art that, link I looks think cool. That the one you're looking at, though, is, yeah, the original. Because uh, if you look at the, again, if you look at the difference, you can see here. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, it has the, the muscles going on with it. Like, on the legs, especially. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, but, but that's it for the yeah. spearhead and the the teaser trailer for the Nervash whenever we roll that. Um, Is that on the list? Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, who could say? <laughs> I mean, I know I could just look at it, but I'm not on it right now. So I figured I would ask my co-host to generously tell me. Yeah, uh, I, I will say that a very kind person who took a commission for me and drew a very sick uh, Tall Geese variant for me uh, requested it, so I'll put it on here. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, and like I said, I like it, so... I, I like a lot of the Eureka 7 designs, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but listen, folks, you don't have to have accepted a commission from me to get on this list. All you have to do is contact at 6detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, on Twitter... Just DM me. My DMs are open, and you can get on here. It's not special treatment. Anyone can do this. Yeah. You can also find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. What about you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. Uh, and, yeah, I just post robots and stuff. Um, now, I am, speaking of posting robots, I am sharing two more GIFs uh, of uh, Spearhead stuff with Six, but that's fine. It doesn't need to stay here. Uh this thing is just a cool machine, damn. Yeah. Uh, and we are also uh, partnered with MHQ. Shout out to MHQ. Uh, great resource. In fact, save us, saved us today because the Eureka 7 wiki is not focused on mechanical details, which is valid. There's not a lot of art either. Of uh, I think I have one Eureka 7 art book, but... I don't even think it's a Eureka 7 art book, actually. I believe the art book I have, I have a generic Shoji Kawamori one that happens to have his Eureka 7 designs in it, so. They have oh. fucking gigantic, like, three-foot-wide gear shifters? Is that what the fuck that is? Yeah, I love it. Why would you have that much throw in it? That doesn't make any sense. It's cool as hell looking when you animate it. What if you need to shift gears? Why should it take seven seconds to do so? Because it looks cool as hell when you animate it. Anyway... Animators are stupid people. Um, uh, do you know? Do you know what the? Uh, do you know what LFO stands for? By the way, did you find that out? Lefaco. They are LFOs. <laughs> I'm funny. No, I don't know. Uh, light finding operation. Okay. Whatever you say. Yep. Uh, and friends and folks, don't forget. Freedom is something that you need to actively acquire. It's not given with no strings attached. To be free means to take responsibility and to prepare yourself for what's to come. Peace. It's not a personal statement of endorsement. I'm just reading a quote. I'm <laughs> 